Hello, and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Steven Universe Future, which we'll be talking about tonight. I'm your host, Alex Bonilla, and today I'm joined by Michelle Andrew. Hello. Sarah Potter. Hello. And Ellie Martin. Hey. Today we are discussing the final two Steven Universe episodes of 2019, Little Graduation and Prickly Pear. Uh, you can find our previous Steven Universe future discussion at OverlyAnimated.com. You can find our Steven Universe feed on iTunes, uh, wherever you listen to us. We appreciate any ratings and reviews you want to leave us. Uh, you can also find us on YouTube at YouTube.com slash OverlyAnimated. But yeah, today we'll be wrapping up our year's discussion on Steven Universe Future with uh, these two um, he heavy episodes, I'd say. Um, let's We're going to begin with the general impressions, and from there we'll uh, branch out to see where the discussion takes us. But uh, let's go to Sarah first. What are your general impressions uh, after having just watched uh, these two episodes? These were very intense episodes compared to the episodes I think we've had so far. Not that the episodes before haven't been good. It's just these ones went really deep on this idea that Steven has no idea what he's doing right now. Um, which is kind of, I think, a very teenager thing. Like, he doesn't know what he's going to do with his future. Like, he's being told, like, he can do anything or he gets to choose now. And, like, he doesn't know anymore. Uh, and it's, I guess they're kind of, like, trying to, like, fit that into, like, just this age bracket of like what people feel at this age of 16 but it's um also through the lens of this weird sci-fi fantasy stuff which is fun i guess with fun sci-fi fantasy depression is always great <laughs> um but uh obviously i love seeing lars and sadie again they were great i loved the two songs we got from sadie and i like hearing her or yeah the two songs uh seeing her angry and then seeing her like actually happy was really great and then yeah. Prickly Pear is just so weird. I think I like the first one better. And obviously, the big, big thing for me was um, Shep was in this episode. Yeah! Was very explicitly... not ex They didn't say the word non-binary, but they used they, them pronouns. They called them uh, Sadie's partner. And, like, it wasn't just, like, a one-off thing. Like, they Shep was present in the episode through the whole thing. It was really cool, and that's really awesome. And, yeah. All right, all right. Um, Michelle, how how are, how are you feeling after having watched these episodes just now? I feel really bad for Steven. He is such an empty nester, and he's taking it really hard. And I, yeah, because, like, that's been his, he's had these people around forever. And I get that it's a big change, and he doesn't know what to do, because since he was a baby, he had one goal, and that was to be a crystal gem, but... Maybe he doesn't have to be a crystal gem anymore. I agree with Sarah. Uh, I think Little Graduation was my, my favorite. Maybe just because like, I love Sadie so much. I love Lars so much. I I love the fact that they, you know, they did not end up together and they grew apart. And that is so normal. And they're both okay with that. Steve is the one who's not okay with it, which is also very in character. Because he shipped them harder than anyone else on the whole show. Um, Perkly Pear... Yeah, well, now we know what's up with the cactus, Steven. And I guess, like, I'm really surprised because I was assuming from the intro that all these, you know, like, aquamarine and, like, the evil-looking lapises and Eyeball and Jasper and the cactus were all going to band together. And maybe they won't, except we still have the worm thing. So that's, like, the one thing that's missing. But like maybe actually they are maybe this maybe these are just going to be kind of self-contained and the bigger thing is just like Steven moving on slash dealing with his anger magic power and that I'm would, kind of okay with that yeah that would be that's really like in line with all the trailers we've got of Steven Universe where like that's everyone's true. like oh these are the big villains and then like <laughs> no they're not yeah <laughs> that is a good point. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely talk a little bit more about uh, the presence of Cactus Steven in the intro because that that is a, a weird thing for this to culminate. I mean, to the lapses were there. Too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and the, I, I think we can uh, if we dig into things they have in common, we'll probably find stuff. But um, uh, Ali, uh, let's uh, go to you. How, how are you feeling after these episodes? Pretty good. I mean, I have been expecting this to kind of come 
not at the end of the season, obviously, because now we're no, we know we're getting more episodes. But I've been waiting for them to get more into like Steven's feelings, also mixed in with the new powers that he's beginning to find. Mm-hmm. I don't know if like I loved Little Graduation, but it, it it's weird to me because he's he has been. That's what the show has always been about change. So it's weird to me that he's uncomfortable with it at certain times. But it makes sense. Like Michelle, the what was that term? Empty nester is like the perfect term yeah. for what Steven is. It's adorable, but it's it can be toxic, you know, like Shep said. And also they were fantastic. I love them too. Um, Sadie is amazing. And I also loved her like new dynamic with Lars. I have to say I didn't expect it because I was on that ship, but it also makes complete sense and it's it was done very well. I think it's really it's good. Um what was it? Prickly pear. I I want I think I liked it more than um the first one just because it, it's you know they they make this character known now because it's going to be part of the evil gang that we keep seeing in the trailers like you both said before um but it was a weird one it was really weird i think my highlight of it was amethyst eating the dirt out of the sack i'm glad you picked that as one of your initial thoughts <laughs> it was it's just looking at it yeah that's me watching this episode <laughs> Okay, fair, fair. Um, Yeah, my initial thoughts. Uh, Both of these episodes, like, look, am I going to say that these are the best episodes of Steven Universe? Probably not. But are they some of the most emotionally distressing episodes of Steven Universe I've ever watched? Yes. Which kind of does make them the best. In a way, yeah. To be fair, I think that's a valid valid way of looking at it because, like, these are, like... The emotions that Steven is expressing in the, I mean, uh, Sarah called it like sci-fi depression, right? And like, it is kind of wrapped in this universe, but at the same time, these emotions are very grounded in things that normal people have to deal with all the time. And it's very tough and confusing when you deal with them for the first time. And Steven, like, technically he's older in this universe, but he's still surrounded by people older than him. So he's still immature in certain, in certain ways. like such a weird age yeah and and you can tell that everyone else like understands that and they're giving him that like under like like, like, they're giving him that like i I don't know what the word is i'm looking for but like they understand he's 16 and he's facing these new feelings and they're like we've been there we just were there like this is it right (laughs) millions of years ago right it's the it's the most wholesome environment you could possibly have to deal with these kind of potentially self-destructive behaviors that one potentially goes through and so seeing steven work work through that and like have to and have to deal with the consequences it it hurts but also it feels very very uh, connective and the 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 guts to end this episode and uh entering a hiatus with just that uh that dread hanging over steven like how do i deal with the consequences of this situation and and that's how we're going to be until we get new episodes whenever in 2020 (laughs) like that that that's a very morbid way to to end this batch but also it fits the teenage angst angle we've been hitting from the season premiere here so i think that this all fits very much with the tone of the season it was executed really well um little graduation i I agree that the introduction of shep as well as uh, the sadie lars handling was also uh, very good and uh prickly pear Uh, the the weirdness of cactus steven is i think fitting with classic you know steven universe uh, monsters but I think that Steven himself is the connector between these two episodes and the character that, um, especially in these two episodes, feels like a, a turning point. Um, I, I guess we can focus on that first, on just like the connection between these two episodes, because in general, uh, we've already talked a little bit about Steven not being... Um, what's the word uh not not being uh receptive necessarily to all the changes going on around him and here we see a culmination of that with a his friends drifting apart and v dealing with new emotions that he now other people know and uh, he didn't and stuff that was supposed to be inner and is now outer and how to deal with that situation um sarah how how do you feel this uh these episodes um like uh, I guess, do do you have any additional Stephen thoughts on on how they portrayed him in the in these two episodes? 
despite all like the fantasy and sci-fi stuff, I think this is just a very straightforward teenager story. Like I'm not saying that in a bad way. I think there's nothing wrong with having all these fantastical elements and keeping your core something people understand and something that people relate to. And I think that's good. And I think Steven's generally just having this situation where he's growing up and he's realizing his parents, he's trying to be independent from his parents. And that's an emotion a lot of teenagers have to deal with. And he, right now he's in that phase where he's like lashing out and it, it's not good. It's not healthy. It's not healthy for the gems or Steven. But it's something relatable, and it's something that I think a lot of teenagers go through and a lot of people and families go through. And I am fine with this being a straightforward that type thing because we get to have this fun sci-fi coding to it where, like, we have this giant cactus monster on top of it. <laughs> like, it, it's not – it gives it a fresh – it gives it this fresh feeling to it, and I like it a lot. Yeah, for sure. And also with the, with little graduation, right? You have the general feeling of, I don't want my friends to leave and drift apart. Yeah. And we see it physically manifested in the form of a giant pink dome. And like that, that and it, and it gets constricting, uh, but, t- tighter and tighter as a metaphor for the potential. But I think that's also like a simplification of Stephen's feelings. Cause that's like just Shep having only known Stephen for so little of time. Like I think there's also this big component of, when you're younger, when you see people, you think that the world you see is the way it's going to be forever. And like a big world shift for a lot of people growing up is that you realize that was just the world I was in when I was young. It felt permanent because I was young and that's it. Like the permanence of like relationships and the permanence of friends being around and people living certain places is not as permanent as it looks when you're 12 even. And now Steven's grown up and he's realized like, oh, people aren't tethered to Beach City. They aren't tethered to me. And that's, I think, a thing that's, like, kind of... I think that deeper feeling is kind of glossed over with the idea of just he doesn't want his friends to move away. Because that seems like a little bit of a... simple, it, Almost like a... I, I don't know, the, the words, again, is, 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 is I'm missing it, but it's just, like... It, it doesn't feel like it fully encapsulates how much Stephen feels here. Okay, okay. Um, Ali, how, how do you feel about how the show represented his emotions in Little Graduation? I guess we can focus on, on that episode first, but uh, uh, how, how do you feel about uh, how the show represented that there? I definitely agree with what Sarah said at the very end there, that they, they're not, like, it doesn't really get to the bottom of, like, why Steven is feeling the way he is, because, like I said before, he's always been about, like, he's he promotes change in himself, but then, like, when it happens with other people and he doesn't expect it, he gets, um, I mean, obviously over-emotional about it just because that's what happens when you form relationships with people. Like, if it's romantic or not, or, like, um, friendships or whatever, just people you know. But I also expected that because, he, you know, he's an empath. It's just how he is. I thought it was done well. Um, it just, it seems not, like, overdone, but just because... Mm, well not to say that because obviously it doesn't stuff like this doesn't stop happening no matter how old you get like he's 16 it happens to people who are in their like 30s 60s but it does feel like we've seen a lot of this kind of thing so maybe that's the the one complaint I'd have with it but I still enjoyed it a lot I think it was done very well like nothing was like out of character I guess but I think I'm a little too used to it I guess okay okay um Michelle anything you want to add on to this uh, well, I think Sarah and Allie made a lot of really good points. Uh, I don't want to echo, but I think, I don't know. I think it's interesting that Steven Universe Future is very, very, like, not subtle yeah. about any of the, like, as much as I wouldn't say Steven Universe was subtle, subtle, I feel like this is, like, an extra kind of on the nose that... I kind of don't mind because the clarity of the message to me doesn't take away of like the the impact or reward of getting the message. Um, and I say honestly, like I was connecting way more with all the prickly pear messaging stuff yeah. than little homeschool. But I, I can see like like Sarah was saying, like I think part of the issue for Steven is he's he's like 16 that's like about when a lot of stuff really changes or at least like it it happens to be the first real time and 
I think the first real time, like Sarah was saying, is like the the hardest, right? Because you have nothing to base it off of. Everything is just changing. It's scary and it's all new. So you don't know what's going to happen after or if anything's going to be okay. Once you have, once you go through that once, you have kind of a benchmark to be like, well, okay, like it won't be that bad this time because like I'll know what to expect. I think that's part of why it's so hard for Steven. And maybe also just because, like, Stephen, he, his identity is so tied to Beach City and just, like, the people he knew there. And they're all kind of leaving at the same time, too, which is, like, a lot also. Like, if it was one person, if it was, like, just Lars leaving, that'd be one thing. Like, everyone's splitting up the band. Sadie, Lars aren't together. Like, yeah, but I think, like, it's just because, like, a lot of people are leaving at the same time. It's the first time Steven's having to really deal with this. And also, like, maybe the fact that he also doesn't know what he wants to do. Like, if everyone was leaving, but he knew what the next chapter of his life looked like, clearly, he would be moving right along with them, and he'd be more fine with it, because he doesn't know. He's like, oh, no, everyone else knows, and I don't know. This is terrible, you know? So, I get it. It's just, it's it's real-life stuff, Stephen. It's gonna get better, but I I get it. It's hard, the first time, especially. Yeah, uh, it's it's definitely tough going through it the first time. Uh, I do want to loop back to the idea of, of this show, of this season maybe being being even less subtle than uh, previous seasons. Um, I'll say that if, if this yeah. episode has a weak point, I think that Shep being the new character, just laying out all of Steven's feelings in, in that uh, very charged yeah. moment do, does yeah. feel a little bit like, let's explain the point to you in case you haven't figured it out by <laughs> Steven being awkward around Lars and Sadie already. Like, uh, <laughs> I th- Sarah? Yeah, I thought that was a little bit bad. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they wasn't needed. I think they might have just wanted to give Shep more lines, because they were new and they were kind of a big deal just by their existence, unfortunately. Um, but I don't know if this was the right way to do it. Yeah, yeah, that, that part is, is a little off. Um, I, I, we can talk about Shep in general. It seems like you guys were pretty enthusiastic about them in the opening uh, in the opening thoughts. Uh, anybody want to talk more about what the, if anything in particular they liked about Shep here? Everything. Define everything, Michelle, please. <laughs> their design, like their rapport with Sadie, the fact that they're referred to as Sadie's partner, their voice, like the whole package is just so good. And this is the only third non binary person I can think of in children's animation. So it's like, yes, more. And this <laughs> yes, is like a very more. explicit one. And it's like, yeah. Very like explicit. I find that like a lot of non-binary characters are usually like alien or different mm-hmm. somehow. This is just a person, and this is great. Human. Yeah, that's such a good point, Sarah. This is the evolution. Finally, we can have human people, and it's not gonna. Ex- the world's not gonna explode. Yeah, Shep's still just a person, and yeah. it's fine. Imagine having human representation in a space opera about gem pe- people. <laughs> never it'll never happen it's just and also i love that they made an effort of using their pronouns a lot in yeah. the show like hey singular they pronouns are fine like they work they're easy to say don't yeah, worry have yeah. the sake of all conversation this podcast and like even even lars a person who like we know is kind of a jerk back in the day even he's totally fine with with using them you know so it's... like he's not a jerk like mm-hmm. that yeah. <laughs> yeah. the way that he and sadie were done so maturely made me very yeah. happy yeah you see how much they've grown too yeah, Lars and Sadie were, were an interesting relationship to look at here. Uh, just uh, briefly, I do want to mention Shep is uh, voiced uh, by India Moore, who is a trans non-binary a- actress who has a role on Oh, I, yeah, I know India. Yeah, yeah. She's done a lot of stuff. Yeah, so a, a good, good, very strong debut on Steven Universe for them. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, let's talk Lars and Sadie here. So we have, uh, you know, the opening where they're relatively cordial, even though like, you can sense Lars has is still a little bit, uh, um, 
uneasy, but he he gets through it. But then later we we get the whole revelation of them talking out their stuff off screen, and uh, of course in a very meta situation, Stephen is very angry that off screen developments ha- happened between two <laughs> without characters. Him. Without yeah, he he wanted to be consulted about this, uh, but. Uh, He's the number one Lars Sadie shipper. He's always been the number one. He really which has. He's so terrible yeah, this... because they're his neighbors. Steven. Yeah, it's kind of really mean, but also like you get why he as a child did it. Yeah, no, it's true. But now he's 16. He really needs to stop. He needs to yeah, chill. Yeah, the, the, re- the real life shipping is never a good idea. And here especially, it gets to very yeah. awkward, yeah. awkward moments. Like when he... <laughs> When he started blaming Lars, I was like, all right, this is time to, <laughs> you need to see a doctor. But when Lars was walking away from the concert and Steve was like, Lars, are you really okay with this? He's like, yeah, are, are you really? okay? I was like, oh, Lars yeah, got really good. And like, by the way, when, when Steven does that to Lars, like, oh, it's you who has your emotions bottled up. Like, that's a moment that it's like, okay, I get what's going on with Steven here. I don't need Chef to explain it later after the fact. Like, I'm seeing uh, Yeah, no, that was enough. Yeah, like, that was a very like, clear representation of, hey, look, Steven is... Yeah, and, I, and I'm not saying like that it's a mean way. I just don't know... I really think they were trying to give Shep more lines, and they couldn't. Yeah, and that feels important that Shep talks in this episode more. Like it feels important to me. Yeah, but I this doesn't feel like the best way, unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah, Um, there was an attempt was made. Mm Um, the the moment where they have to it's Lars and Sadie have to explain like look we talked about it in private because we wanted to keep that private and then like everybody around them is you know feeling awkward about being witness to this like I think Jenny like kicks the sand or something so that that, that was all done done pretty effectively in terms of uh, making things as awkward as possible as as teen stuff and relationship stuff goes. Uh, I do not miss being 16. I'll just put that out there. <laughs> Agreed. I really don't. Um, any any other um, Lars Sadie moments you, you guys want uh, want to highlight here? Can I just? Is this the place to say I love Sadie's new model? Yes. I just really like her model, and I really like that she kind of has her like, hair up and yeah. shoes, and she's just chill and happy, and like knows herself better. So good. yeah, and I just love that she's like singing happy songs now. Yeah, instead of angry songs. It's about, such a good yeah. like change. Talk about how to glow up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like I'm so happy that like. Like, I was so worried when they first went on stage, like, the way, like, the actors and, like, the, like, the way, the way the, I don't know, the way the voice actors, like, were talking and the way they were saying things, like, made it be like, is this going to be bad? And then they sucked, like, oh, Because Steven made it so awkward. Steven made it awkward, it's his fault. Yeah, and it was just like, oh, everything's fine. Okay, cool. my boy, (laughs) you need to stop. I will say Sadie's new song is hands down my favorite song from future so far agree it was a yeah. really good it's just it was such a, a surprisingly nice lovely song and i feel like the best steven songs are the ones you can take to heart well, and i think this, this one definitely qualifies there this was just a this was just a, a, a rebecca sugar song this is the most pure rebecca was sugar it a rebecca song so good job whoever did it well i mean like Queen. whoever wrote it like I just feel like this embodies like the things I feel like whenever I we get a song that she wrote. Like this is just like pure and simple and like really happy. And like maybe it wasn't her. I'm just saying like they captured that energy I feel when I get those like early adventure time yeah, songs. Big Rebecca early. Sugar energy. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a thing it is that a thing at this point? Probably. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess it be. Wasn't I have the episode credits up. You are correct. Lyrics by Rebecca oh. Sugar. So congrats. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah, well, another slam dunk. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. I love the quote. I don't remember what the exact quote was, but when Lars and Sadie were like trying to explain to Stephen, they're like, "Hey, they t- we talked it out," and he was like, "She knows I miss her, but she also knows I love her. That she no, I love that she found someone better for her." And I was like, "Yeah, oh, that's so that takes so much to say too, because yeah. like as much as like I feel Lars and Sadie was such a pivotal ship in the show." Part of that was because it was so bad, mm-hmm. and Lars was so stupid and insecure, and Sadie was so like hungry 
and like <laughs> took things too far, like with the island stuff, which Stephen mentions in this episode. And like it, it was just kind of terrible. And like you, you'd kind of hope they grow up and get to a place where maybe they can reconcile. But the fact that they grow up and reconcile and it turns out that the, things have changed and they've changed and as they've changed, it's just not what they want anymore. That was like such a nice, graceful way to just kind of mm-hmm. be like, look, we're always going to be friends and care about each other. But like, this is not what we need from each other. I just realized he did mention that island. I thought when he yeah, said he it, we'd stranded on an island together, I thought he was talking about when he and when he... When Stevani was in the case. <laughs> well, that also happens. Man, Stephen and getting no, but... stranded in places. What a what a predicament that happens too often. Yeah, so I do like that Lars like kind of admits like I wasn't the best friend for Sadie, even when we were kind of into each other. And it's great she can start fresh with somebody else too. Mm. Likes her unconditionally and treats her really nice from the start. Like, it takes a lot to say that, and so good job, Lars. You've grown a lot. Yeah, but the Lars character development from season one to now is really incredible when you think about it. <laughs> it is incredible. He has a nice jacket now, too, I'm just saying. He, his style's improved. No more scary snake shirt. <laughs> and he's got space friends, so he's going to yeah. go out into space with the yeah. graduated yeah. gems. Uh, briefly, the off-colors make their appearance in this. Uh, I don't think anyone talks, but... Uh, um, yes. Uh, Michelle, do you know the names of the off-color gems by any chance? Oh, no! I only remember Pat Paracha's <laughs> oh. name. I swear, it's been like two years since they You were don't real. remember it's any of them? It's Pat Paracha, the Rutile Twins. Oh, my God. Um, oh, my God. It's Fluorite. Yes. Fluorite! Fluorite is yeah, Polygramma. <laughs> and and <sighs> with, like, the Pearl something fusion. What's her name? Starts Rodin? with an R. You said that. It starts with an R. Yeah, go, go. No, I is said Rodinite. Yeah, yeah, Rodinite. Rodinite. Oh, Rodinite and Rutile. Oh, right. Yeah, there's two R. Two R names. Yeah. There you got them. <laughs> Ta da! Well, no, I got all of them except Rodinite. Yeah. I, I, I. We did it. Three out of four. Yeah, we got seventy-five percent. We graduated from off-color remembering. Yeah, we graduated from. I mean, that's what got me to school, so we're good. Oh, school. It's weird to me. I I on I went back to what I was gonna say. I figured it out. It's weird to me that he thinks he's done with gem stuff. Like that he right. quitting this running the school is one thing. But like when I, are the diamonds gonna come? There's definitely stuff going on in space and the universe. And it's weird to me that he feels like he has no direction because he has literally anyone outside in space. This almost feels like a commentary on like, or maybe it will be in the future on like how you can't just choose what parts of you are yourself sometimes. Like, mm-hmm, you yeah. can't just move past, like, like, and I, I mean, like, that in maybe a representation way. Like, you can't just be, like, part of the community without being part of the community, essentially. Like, you can't be gay without being gay in this world that he's in. And I think, and I don't know if they're going to go, like, bad with that. I just think that, like, might be an interesting commentary on that. How, like, he's being, like, I'm not a gem anymore. But, like, you are, Steven. Yeah. And that unfortunately matters for the good and the bad. You got work to do, boy. You have to check yeah. in, unfortunately. Yeah, and it it's like, and I so much work to do. Yeah, and I'm not saying like he deserves that, and like he, I'm saying it sucks that he, this happens to him. That he's part of this system that where he's a gem, so he has to do certain things. But I mean, like, that's kind of life. That's kind of how it is. And yeah. I think it's another point growing up. Wait, Ali, were you gonna say something? They're just. He's he's a gem, but he's also like not leader of like the diamonds. But you know, they listen to him, like whatever he says. Yeah. They yeah. He has a lot of influence, and he needs to put it to better, like not better use, up, but like he needs to keep it up and keep or it going everywhere. Unfortunately, like because people are going to come to him. When is like he gonna meet the president? And he's they're gonna yeah. be what like, is that going the world without our permission? Well, we've, we've made it like, like, like you don't work for NASA. We made it like five or six seasons without involving the government. I really don't. I I, I prefer bring the government in. Honestly, that's what's gonna happen next okay, year. Impeachment, be and then you want to the president. universe version of the president? Because I think it'll just make you sad. <laughs> it's fine. I'm already no. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, that, that that's a good discussion on like what the, all of this represents in terms of uh, Stephen 
uh, dropping school because, like, on the surface, like, it's okay. I uh, I'm tired of uh, introducing new people into my life just to let them leave and go off do their own thing. It hurts too much. But like, there's definitely deeper stuff that you can you can mine out of that. So I, I appreciate hearing other interpretations on that. Um. Let's hear anything else from Little Graduation that we need to talk about. Um, we, we get ch- a check-in with some of the other townies. I mean, f- for example, we, we get the news that the suspects are breaking up, and we have a little brief moment with Jenny, um, who has an online business making jackets for phones. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, I love it! It's so cute! It's so specific! I appreciate that they have little phones, phones for the phone really jackets. They're cute, but no one's gonna yeah. buy them! Everyone's gonna buy them. Don't say that. She's gonna sell out. Steven's like, everyone on the planet wants one of those. I'm like, is that gonna be his next move? He's gonna help (laughs) the online business. And just yeah, make millions of dollars. Yeah, use his powers for persuasion (laughs) to business. Oh lord. You need these phone jackets for all your employees. Just buy them. Um, Sour cream is a DJ, which is obvious. Uh, Buck went to medical school. Good, Good for him. And he'll be saving lives in 20 years. In 20 years, yeah. Buck always subverts expectations. That's That's true, he does. Yeah, Buck in general has always been portrayed as smarter than he looks, so so good good for him for, for using that. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, they're breaking up, and Sadie and Shep perform their song together. Looking forward, um, this instrument I had never seen before, and eventually I saw somebody commented that it was an electronic wind instrument. It looks pretty cool. I I want to see someone play that in real life, but it's yeah, it's just an electric. It looks like it might be an electric clarinet or something. Oh, it could be that too. I didn't know this existed. No, I I'm not sure if it does, Michelle. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> It's and so if it does, fun. it's probably, like, more... I don't know. I don't know what this is. I've never seen one either. It is some sort of, like, clarinet, like, wind instrument thing, but I don't know. But yeah, I guess it, it, it has to have... Every play. instrument can be electronic, I guess. So the, the good for uh, uh, guess, opening yeah. us up to a whole new frontier of, of musical instruments. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> new musical numbers. Yeah, um, uh, yeah so... Uh, I. I I mean, uh, I don't know if this is okay to read out loud, but uh, Sarah mentions in the chat, someone is sobbing outside my window, which is very accurate for a Steven Universe podcast. Just so <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to say it. It's me right now thinking about this. Allie, you're visiting. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a surprise. Um, oh, God, what is this? Sorry, Look, I think someone crying is a good segue between Little Graduation and Prickly Pear, okay? So I'm leaving it in. Uh, <laughs> wait, is it? Who's crying in that episode? Uh, lots of people. I mean, Steven cries a lot when he gets hit by those cactus um, spikes. Yeah. Exactly. So does Pearl. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let, let's dig into Prickly Pear a little bit here. So I I want to start with Stephen venting because I feel like this is a thing as well that happens yeah. in relationships, right? That like you are friends with someone and you need to let off steam. But then what happens when the friend figures out the steam that you have been letting out? And Stephen handles this in exactly the way that... I I think most people would in their first experience with this very awkwardly and like trying to keep it from being revealed and the gem is figured out and they get distracted and hurt and at at the end it just ends with they want to talk and Steven is like I think I've said enough because he knows the the damage he's done Um, I don't know how 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 you guys felt about uh, how how this side of Steven was was done because uh, I I think that we've seen frustrated Steven before, but this is perhaps um, some of the most frustrated we've we've seen him. Um, Alia, I don't know what 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 you feel about how this episode did it. Um, definitely, I think that they at least have the pacing right because like we've seen Steven mad with the gems like <laughs> before I linked in the server. Just before the episodes came out, like all the time Steven got mad before Steven Universe Future premiered. And like you see most of it stems like especially with the gems from stuff they kept from him for a long time, whether it was like personal or stuff about 
rose pink diamond or whatever. So it makes sense to me that he wouldn't want to like tell them how he's feeling, especially when it relates to them, because a, he wouldn't want them to feel bad and B he would feel bad getting that out in the open to their faces. I think, um, I, I think you're right. It's what anybody would do in that situation for the first time, especially at that age. I don't blame him. And these are like people who raised him also well, helped raise him. So it makes it especially difficult. Um, I thought it was done well. I just, I really hope he does either talk to Gems or Connie or a therapist one day. Because yeah, he has Connie? like, he has, he got a lot of issues. She's in, she's he needs a lot of tissues for all the issues he has. Yeah, n- notable at the beginning of this episode, one of the plants is named Connie. So he he, he yeah. also feels a bit abandoned by Connie, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Michelle, how do you feel about how, uh, how this episode portrayed the healthiness of Stephen's um, dealing with his multiple <laughs> issues? I loved it, but it was so cringy in that, like, <laughs> I understand this and I hate watching this mm-hmm. with all these characters I love. I'm in this picture and I hate oh, this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But it's like, especially because like Stephen is such a teenager, and, and it's it's great because it's like, yes, yeah, Stephen logically would have all these issues right now. This is very like, yeah, and his hormones are going crazy, and like it makes total sense. <laughs> like he'd be more frustrated and more angry and not know what to do. But again, mm. it's also hard to watch. I think like there there are two separate things going on that i i <laughs> uncomfortably enjoy i guess um one of them is definitely so like steven like there there's i guess like one of the morals of that episode is like the the energy you project into the universe and onto other people has real consequences especially if they're younger and more impressionable than you and that is something to really consider, like how how you present yourself to the world and other people, because that can have significant bad <laughs> repercussions, even if you don't mean it to, which is like yeah. not a thing I see a lot of people talk about, but that's like so real. And I think the way right. they use Cactus Stephen to manifest that visually was so smart, honestly, even though, again, it's not subtle. But I think it's it's necessary, and I'm, like, 100% here for that. I think the second thing the episode really gets into is, like, Steven as a teenager and his relationship with the mom gems is one that, like, he he's finding this place where, like, he wants to be more independent <laughs> and do his own thing. And he knows his mom gems so well that, like he knows like their deepest kind of like things that like can come off as kind of annoying and he lays all that out he's like Garnet always acts like she knows the best and Pearl will like get upset and think it's her fault and I think she's so cool mature now I mean that's like the deepest darkest part of Steven that like grouches about those things but it's a real part of him because he's known them pretty much his whole life and he's a teenager he gets mad about stuff so like managing those feelings too and trying to do more on his own like makes perfect sense for where he is at his age. So it's just like all that stuff's really uncomfortable and not fun to watch, but it's also kind of therapeutic. And it's sort of like, yes, the whole time. <laughs> because like the more I see of Steven's issues, the more I'm like, okay, like at least we are really getting into this because like this is believably what I I'd expect if we want to keep a semblance of like realism in the show. And keeping, like, the the evolution of the messages we're trying to progress on, like, a personal level. Steven should be going through all this, and so I'm glad that he is, you know? Like, if everything was perfect, like, it'd be so boring. So, like, I'm glad I'm glad we're getting into it. No, I, I totally agree. And I think that Ali mentioned the the, uh, the video of Stephen being mad previous in the, in this in the series, and I do think it's important to note that like we've seen these cracks in Stephen's personality before. I mean, for, the thing that comes to mind to me is like mindful education. We see him on the verge of like his first mental breakdown there, and he like gets through that moment. But uh, honestly, the, it's still creeping up uh, up to today. And in addition to when Michelle talked about with uh, dealing with his relationship with the crystal gems as 
uh, like also he talk he talks in that monologue on the beach which is a very beautiful scene by the way like just them sitting uh, on the beach together in the sunset it really is it's a good very a lot of uh, effort done for something that doesn't have much movement but that uh, monologue yeah. talking about like you know everyone is moving on i don't know what my purpose is anymore like laying out stuff that we have uh, inferred from previous episodes but it's him actually expressing that stuff out loud and like literally going like why do i need to be needed like it, the 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 stru- the never ending desire for a purpose and right now that's something that's loot that's eluding him it's like all this stuff mixes together into a cocktail that right that he's just unable to handle at this point and it manifests into cactus steven like you said michelle would like exuding at bad energy into the world um S- sarah do you have any additional thoughts to add on to what we get out of steven here I- Honestly, I just feel like this is the holidays. This is a week that's been, for me, very emotional and very difficult. And if there's any week that has an episode with Angry Stephen and lots of angry emotions about parental figures and just things changing and stuff, like, this is the week to have yeah. it. I don't yeah, think they... That's a good one. Yeah, it's in keeping. Yeah. It feels accurate, and it feels... I wish it was more cathartic. I wish it was as cathartic for Steven as it is for me. <laughs> well, like that, that's the thing, right? Like it, it ends. It, it ends on kind of a cliffhanger situation where, like, we yeah, don't... he's dying for our sins. <laughs> <laughs> it's Christmas. I mean, this isn't the first time we've compared Steven to Jesus on this podcast. I don't think so. <laughs> Uh, but but yeah, but yeah like it just kind of hangs there and that's also kind of representing like how this stuff happens in real life too like it doesn't really yeah. solve there's not really a way to solve it in that moment it's just kind of something that lingers for a while and you just kind of kind of stew with it and that's the energy that that end of the episode gives and i think that's like so perfect but also like it hurts to watch but because it's it hurts to watch. because it's it's a relatable thing and so i think that this really that's my son yeah, yeah it also hurts because it's someone you care about right like that, that's also an, an yeah. important piece of this and it's and because it's relatable it's like she, she does everything to make you hurt rebecca why Steven universe it does everything to make you hurt <laughs> rebecca I'm bald. Something, something crying oh. is funny or something. Yeah. Did you see Rebecca on bald? <laughs> yes. Allie's bald from all this. this her, 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 oh, 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 oh. The wig I, got I, snatched or something. Go. What's the, the memes? I was very confused, okay? Uh, I was like, Allie, is that every time? <laughs> uh, I am now. <laughs> I was, oh my god, Michelle blew my mind when she was talking about, um, what was it? The stuff that Steven says specifically about the gems. Like, specific things about the gems i feel like either that anger comes from the fact that he's envious of some stuff or he sees himself in that kind of thing like at least with like i feel he might obviously he learns from them but i feel like he might you know see that he like blames himself like pearl does or used to and get annoyed with that and that he's like envious of amethyst's collectedness or seemingly and garnet's wisdom but I don't even know well, anymore. I just it, I thought about it, and I was like, "Oh Lord!" And I think that that, or maybe also just like when you're a teenager, like, and you like get to that place where you're just really mad with your parents, like, mm. you know, every, like they have those certain quirks that yeah, if you fixate on them, can feel kind of annoying, and you can resent it a little. And because they've been in his life so long, like he has those with them, and most of the time he doesn't have to think about it or like make it a big deal, but like. When he's so lost and doesn't know what to do, and he's named all these plants after people because he's such an empty nester and he cannot handle that they're leaving, <laughs> I think like it makes sense that like he would stew on that too because they're the closest people to him. Right, those three. So like they're gonna get the full force of his like frustration. Yeah, like with Pearl, that was a little rude. Yeah. <laughs> I get where it well, comes and from. Well, and see, this is to... the thing as well that I find so like it relatable. It's like you have your friends, but like every no one is perfect, right? So like if you're close enough of a friend yeah. with someone, you know they have flaws, but you work around because they have so many other traits that you enjoy, and that's a totally fine way to have a friendship. Like you're aware of that stuff, and you work your way around it because you really appreciate the company of that person. And I think that's something that Stephen deals with well. Like we know that 
he loves the crystal gems with like all his heart mm-hmm. but also like he's aware of the of the stuff that that gets to them and usually he works his way around them but like in these weak moments uh, he just let lets it all out and it because he knows it deep down even though he works around it on a daily basis so like that that's that's a part of of having a relationship with someone that also like i don't think gets talked about enough and it's something that happens if you if you end up losing control Ross was just so harsh because he was like, I have to pick up the pieces after she falls apart. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I will say, like, while we're, like, pretty harsh on Steven, be like, ah, oh, Steven, you said all these bad things about his moms. He, he did sort of try to say it in confidence to a cactus. You know, <laughs> no, not no, to their yeah. face. That's just form like, of therapy. I appreciate that. Yeah, like, the cactus is maybe the one thing around that isn't really involved in his life. So maybe it makes it easier <laughs> for him to talk to the cactus and a person who really knows him, too. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. It's it's pretty much like having a therapist, except it's yeah. a plant that you birthed. From yeah, it's your therapy. son, and it's going to replicate your negative thoughts, unfortunately. Yeah, I don't know if it's two other gems. It's just a parrot. <laughs> that, too. <laughs> Yeah, how does it, why does it do that? Because the Stephen Watermelon could just mumble. Yeah, who knows? Oh, I will say that well, the, that's first time, cacti. the first time it talked, I was so horrified. I, like, couldn't <laughs> oh, handle yeah, it. He said, I it's am. Like, that the voice was so scary and raspy, and just, it was such a shock. And I was I like, was oh, just like, no. excuse me. Yeah. His name, he just said, I yet. am. <laughs> he realized existence, and it was terrifying. <laughs> oh, my God. terrifying. It's so scary. It's sentient. It has to die. <laughs> Honestly, I thought he was going to have to like debate killing it. I thought that was what the episode was going to be. Well, the, the, yeah. there's a moment where he like sets it down, stares at it. I'm like, is he going to kill it when me, the gems go away? And then the bots on it. Yeah, but it got I real dark I, for a second. He did murder a pumpkin before. That's true, he did. But, that, but I thought he was going to like. I thought he was going to like fight it in like this terrifying scene and it was going to be it's like totally no, coming. We yeah. get it. Oh, we haven't seen that worm yet. Maybe the ultimate bad team up still happens. <laughs> Is that <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. The worm. I'm really. I. I'm so curious about that stupid looking thing. I Did we already talk about amazing. what that might be? I feel like it's a gem, but I don't know because like, Earth is just like that. Could it be the cluster? Because it's like real big. Well, I think it. I think it'd be more colorful if it was a cluster. It's like a brown color, isn't it? I can't what? remember anymore. I thought it was in like color. shadow. That was all. Like mesh. It was a mesh of different looking things. I think it's some kind of sneaky gem thing. Wants well, to kill Steven, but Does that's all. Does anyone have I... any thoughts on the corrupted Steven theory? What do you? No, what's that? That, that, Steve, that, that Steven's going to get corrupted by all this mental breakdown stuff and turn into a monster. And he turns into the worm. I don't oh, think so. <laughs> works. No, half human though. I think all we're really seeing is just, it's just teenage emotions and him not being able to control it. It's just like normal, honestly. Like he has magic powers that like hyperbolize the situation, but it, all of these things stem from very normal feelings. Like I don't think anything Stephen's doing is not normal. It's cringy as heck, but. It's like kind of how it goes when you're that age. Yeah, it's just. It's Do we just... even know? Like, I mean, we know the diamonds caused the corruption, but that was with like some sort of blast, right? That yeah. wasn't just with like emotions. Yeah. Not it was at, like at a least not with just feeling emotions. He has to like physically do something to himself probably right although, not in that you know what, although we did introduce pink uh, volleyball earlier this season where like her emotional yeah. trauma is causing physical right yeah that's why i was like hold on so like it's there but you guys are right as well like that there is a validity to this just focusing on his emotions although i will say like adding this the extra layer of that causing it to be even more self-destructive because like he has all these powers that lose control when he gets like this that's a, a, an additional thing to to look at and like how what that represents right like you you end up hurt, mm-hmm. hurting the people you love usually emotionally but in this case maybe physically <laughs> Who, who's to who's to say <laughs> both but uh 
Yeah. And also, like, while we're on the topic of, of the intro, like, I, now we have the, this uh, batch of episodes and we have most of the villains revealed, it's very interesting that, like, Jasper, he she lays out, like, look, you want to be a controlling person? I'm not into that, and that's why I'm out. Bluebird, uh, the, both of them are, like, making fun of Steven for, like, trying to be the leader of, of the gems, and they just want to do their own thing and are against this whole situation. And then we have uh, Prickly Steven over here, uh, who is uh, revealing all of Steven's inner turmoil. And you even have the the bad lapises who are also kind of getting the, the sense of Steven being controlling and that being a bad thing. So I just find it interesting that like, all the villains that we've revealed so far are kind of there primarily to like expose Steven's uh, deepest uh, fears about himself and bring those to light. So it's it's quite a strategy for, for bringing out antagonists. <laughs> what is the worm supposed to represent? Why does the worm represent? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe Steven's feeling extra useless like a big worm right now. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's wait in the uh, in the opening are both of the lapises there? Because like I, I think what so. Was yeah. To me about the ending of I mean what I also loved about the ending of this is that when Steven gave Cactus Steven a hug, he was like he repeated him being like I'm sorry. So they like did kind of forgive each other. So yeah. what's gonna happen to make him go like rogue? Maybe, I'm thinking maybe they don't. Maybe that was just a sneaky, like, oh, you thought they were all bad, but now it's fine. because yeah, the other, work. one of the lapises came to little homeschool at the end yeah. of the episode. And, and Jasper honestly does seem, like, fine well, with Steven right now. I yeah. mean, there's, there's, in the, like, full video for the opening of Steven, there's, like, evil Peridot. Like, that's so not real. <laughs> there is? Well, it, it, in the original in, intro, like remember that standard oh. intro, like they have Peridot and the villains like screen, and like yeah, she, she turns died. to, to like, you know, our little green. She fellow, was so. back then, though. Like, oh, that's true. Yeah, like that's what I mean. Like this is could easily just be like they're a villain for a second, <laughs> for one that's episode. True. Yeah. yeah, and the the real villain is uh, our struggles to control yeah. our inner emotions. Yes. Inner demons are the only yeah. demons. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I'm just like in a mood today. For look, some these episodes are especially the kind to bring you into a mood, so I don't blame you. That's true. Also, also holidays. Yeah, and that too. It's all <laughs> enough. Um, other, uh, a lot has yeah, happened. Uh, other random stuff for, from this uh, episode. Uh, it opens with us introducing to the garden. The crystal gems are bringing him dirt, and that's all very cute. It's so creepy. Wait, creepy? You don't think it's creepy that he named all his oh, plants that, that, that particular part? No, it's so <laughs> oh, not the bringing creepy. the dirt part. It is so creepy that he named them all after yeah. people. And he's like, "Oh, you're not gonna leave me, are you?" <laughs> it's like, "Oh no, yeah." Like. Uh, and as Lars pointed out, he can literally see him whenever he wants. Yes. Yeah, he literally just has to pop out of Lars' head. And Lars, is, <laughs> Lars it seems, has come to terms with that. He he's like, terms he can't stop it! He's a portal now. <laughs> he's it's a just portal. happening. I'm not sure if Lars has come to terms with the fact that he's a mortal, though. But still, that's that a thing. Is, yeah. we'll Immortal portal. <gasps> Sorry. Yeah. That's probably a good reason for him to hang out with the off-colors, because they won't, like, you know... Die? They'll age forever together. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that seems actually like a pretty good idea, honestly. And no die school. Yeah, well, what, 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 what a fun <laughs> gang to hang around. <laughs> uh. You won't die either. Me too. Best friends. Hey, jacket. This just scares me because we've had like a lot of episodes with like folks on the town, even how they've grown up and how they moved on. I don't want a Ronaldo episode. Oh, boy. I, I don't think we're getting it. Don't jinx it. I mean, we did get Onion. I don't know. Kind of... a new Ohima-sama. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Save it for the series finale. <laughs> a gem, a gem-sama. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> not that I'm against gem-human relationships, but Ronaldo. Yeah, but not that no. one. Not, not that one. <laughs> if there's any justice in the world, like... <laughs> You know there's not. <laughs> no, I know there's not. That's why I'm starting with this. If there's any justice in the world, we'd have like because there's a two year time gap. We'd have someone like transition that no one would talk about it. Like I just was thinking about that. This is something like Rebecca put like a non-binary character. Like of course she would try to put a trans character in here too. Yeah, yeah, that, that that's that's a possibility. <laughs> Sorry, this is like a one-off thought. Like I'm like, wow, it's not gonna happen. Uh, I mean, we. we... 
would only be accepted. We, we can begin talk. I mean, we'll we'll talk about what uh, the rest of the season could could entail. But just uh, wrapping up some random right. stuff here from from Prickly Pear. Um, Garnet does uh, briefly say like, "Hey, keep a close eye on the cactus." So she's got something in yeah, the predictor. But... We, honestly, we haven't seen Garnet use her predicting powers a lot in like the second half of the show. So um, I guess a good reminder that it exists. Uh, <laughs> let's hear what. Uh, yeah, we've got the speaking uh, on the beach together. Uh, oh, we do have some fun um, fighting stuff happen at the end of this episode. Like, honestly, we, have, we haven't seen the Crystal Gems fight in a little bit. So, like, seeing them fight yeah! a legitimate threat is, is cool. Like, Bluebird got beaten really easily because that was end, right? But it, this one actually gave them some some tough stuff. Uh, Pearl gets hurt by the cactus multiple times, and she makes some good faces. Yeah. <laughs> um, Pearl is always good comic relief. Why? Why do needles hurt? Hard light projections, uh, and they don't. Oof. <laughs> yeah, she should have just hurt every time. I mean, they're not that bad, you know. No, but that's my point. She's not real, Michelle. She's not. Eh, I think they can still feel it, stuff even with light projection. Well, like, it's it's like it's, it's, in one of like the episodes, weren't they? Like, oh, we don't feel pain or something. Well, I, like I think it's something where yeah, like it, it depends on like what you allow yourself. Because like Amethyst allows herself yeah. to digest and stuff, so like exactly. maybe they've gotten to a point where they're okay with a little bit of pain. I don't know, <laughs> just to feel alive. Um, oh my god! Damn. Oh my god! <laughs> God. I was going down like a, a different <laughs> route. I wish they they must feel stuff because they'd want to smooch people and they they want to have a good smooch. So of That's course true. they can feel does, stuff. Does the do the pain reactors and the smooch reactors hang out in the same place? I think so. Uh, and anything else from from Prickly Pear you guys uh, want to mention that we haven't talked about? Reactors. <laughs> I want to know who voiced the cactus just because it was so scary. I thought it was Zach. Who voiced the cactus? Was it? Zach oh my god, no, of course it was Zach. Yeah, I mean, that, that seems like the logical thing. I, I, can, I can pull I up the credits here. He is very talented. Yeah, please pull it up to make sure we're right. But... He did voice Watermelon Steven, and he is a very talented yeah. young man. God, Does he voice now? He, he might, he might voice our age. too, actually. Yeah. He does, yeah. That's really funny that he must voice cactus. He has yeah, to. Everything he licks has his voice as the role. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, um, so. It's just sparks, I guess. But he cried on him, so it's different. <laughs> yeah. Like just the whole thing of uh, of uh, what of accidentally <laughs> crying on a cactus is like such a, a roundabout way to to do this, but it, yeah, why a cactus? I mean, I know she was like, it's the most resilient planet on beta planet plant on Earth, but I, I feel like we're having an overload of cactuses with like animation this year. First Shira, and now huh. well, you're right. There was a Shira. <laughs> Two things, two, not too many, but that is two okay, things. That, thanks two for things. filibustering for me, guys. Uh, Cactus Steven was voiced by Zach Callison, so there we go. We've got confirmation. Uh, Here we go, the mystery. Wow. The, oh, How Lord. dare you say we were filibustering? <laughs> by the way, can I mention, Peridot is in featured voices. She hasn't really had a role this season yet, okay? So. Yeah. Yeah. And Lapis gets kept in the good. additional voices, even though she actually had an episode. Anyways, uh, and, and a song. song. She was. Wow. Anyways, uh, so as we enter this uh, upcoming hiatus, we know there are going to be episodes in 2020. We don't know how much are left, but like considering what we've gotten uh, of this uh, for first uh, part of the season um do you guys have any expectations for um for the next part or just your your general feelings as we're leaving steven universe for 2019 um michelle you want to begin with final thoughts here um gotta find out what's going on with wormy gotta <laughs> figure out if they're gonna tag team steven's Hermie? got to do with wormy <laughs> steven's gotta deal with oh. All his pink anger powers, which means dealing with the deeper interpersonal stuff with himself. And I'm assuming he's going to figure out what he's going to do next. 
Like, I was thinking when Allie was talking earlier about, like, how Steven being a gem means he can never entirely pull himself away from, like, gem stuff, especially because he's part diamond. So he he has more responsibility because he has more influence and people listen to him. I guess, like, maybe one scenario could be that, like, he wants to pull away from, like, the the more granular stuff. Um, and get to a place where, say, like, Little Homeworld is sustainable. And he only has to go in for, like, very specific big things every once in a while. But he ha- he doesn't have to be, like, constantly involved in gem affairs. Like, I don't think he's close to that anytime soon. But I do think it would be nice for Steven to get a little more of his, you know, life back. As, like, his human life back. He hasn't had a lot of time recently to just be a teen kid with teen kid problems. And I don't know if he ever, it, maybe that's too much to ask. Like maybe he can never quite go back just because like so much has happened, but it'd be nice if he had a little more choice to maybe pursue other things for the while. Cause like he's done so much. I feel like he does deserve a break if it's at all possible. Okay. So wormy is number one on your list. And number two is dealing with yeah, people's emotional what? issues. Got it. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> Sarah, f- uh, final thoughts on, I'm just completely on board with calling this wormy. Like the <laughs> yeah, show. that's all we got right now. So let's let's I'm roll with it. With Alaskan bullworm. Just, just oh, Alaskan bullworm. That's good too. These are competing SpongeBob worm names we have going on, Allie. Uh, yeah. We're either Team Wormy or Team Alaskan bullworm. What if I call it Shelby? Can I go with actually? Can I go with Big Scary and Pink? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's pink, though. Is it a pink worm? <laughs> the, the, the coloring on that screen is And the name Steven is, is pink. Awesome. It could be any color, really. Uh, uh, Sarah, f- f- final well, thoughts uh, on the upcoming rest of the season? I don't have that? much. No, I, I just really am happy Shep exists and really happy Shep's in this episode yeah. and given their due and really, like... it it I mean, like, obviously they were into it well. I'm just glad it got into the episode and got onto TV like this. This is awesome. I hope they stay a main side character. Yeah. Me yeah, too. It is, it, is Shep going to end up having more appearances in Mystery Girl debate? <laughs> <gasps> I mean, it's not going to be hard. Probably, yes. Yeah, it's not that hard. I mean, they're already on equal, right? Like, they're, they're both one-to-one, so... <laughs> No, 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 because I think Shep is in the intro, so that's like two appearances, technically. Yeah! Are they? I mean, are they? Wow. I I, I was thinking of Sadie, sorry. I I remember seeing Sadie sitting at a table with someone, and I freaked out, because I'm like, oh, I knew it! Sadie sees someone else! Oh, you're right, I'm gonna flip a table. They already beat Mystery Girl. Yeah. Oh, that's... I did not realize. Thank you, no. Yeah, I, I'm angry Mr. Bill was snubbed for the intro, apparently, but okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, Ali, uh, final thoughts on what you're expecting for the season or reactions to what we've gotten so far? Now I'm expecting more Mystery Girl, because <laughs> where the heck? I mean, she's been MIA for too long, people. Uh, no, but, uh, I mean, <laughs> you guys pretty much covered it. I'm definitely expecting more emotional angst and also hopefully more not like responsibility because clearly he already has a lot of that going on but i'd like to see how the diamonds and spinel may or may not come into play later because oh god either for stuff like across the universe or whatever's gonna happen on earth with a team big scary and pink and other (laughs) color people I'm gonna be so disappointed if Wormy's not pink now. <laughs> Someone there is pink, oh, right? Uh, I guess. Like Jasper's orange, the, the Bad Lapis is blue, yeah, um, Bluebird is like a mix of blue and red. Uh, you can just. Steven will have to fight himself. It'll, it won't be Shadow Steven, it'll be Pink Steven. Well, like, isn't this Cactus Steven <laughs> kind of fighting himself, though? <laughs> yeah, yeah sort- he is. Sort, sort yeah. of. Oh, it, I'm gonna. Uh... Well, with with that, uh, we will begin signing off with an <laughs> uh, because uh, that was that was our reaction, but more more uh, well expressed, I hope, during this hour that you've been listening to us. And thanks if you've been listening to us for this long. Um, if you can, if you're interested, you can find more of our discussions at overlyanimated.com. 
Um, as uh, Ali referenced earlier in this uh, podcast, we do have a Discord server that we discuss uh, our shows at. And if you want to join that, you can come to overlyanimated.com slash Discord. Uh, you can also support us financially via Patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thanks to all of our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Scott. Uh, thanks to our Patreon executive producers, Ryan, Steve, Beatrice, Hugh, Michael, and Needle. Um, besides uh, Steven Universe, we are also covering shows such as uh, Ruby, um, Rick and... Well, no. Uh, shows that are ongoing right, right <laughs> now. Uh, Ruby and... Well, Ruby's also on hiatus uh, right yeah, now. Yeah, I guess so. There's an Infinity Train coming yeah, up Infinity soon. Infinity Train yeah, is coming Ruby in Jack. January. More Bojack. Bojack's at the yeah, end Bojack. of the month. Yeah. More anime coming when? In the summer at some More point. Basket at some point, uh, yeah. Owl House will probably be around. Yeah, Owl so, House! January and we have some yeah. Yeah. stuff coming up. End well, of year that, stuff that, coming that up. That is true as well. Yeah. That We have our overly animated awards uh, for 2019. Um, if you're listening to this as oh. soon as this oh. uh, is released, then you'll still have a little bit of time to, to vote. Um, Steven Universe is nominated for several categories, and I think with these episodes, we'll probably get a boost in certain categories. So if, if you haven't voted yet, go to overlyanimated.com and find the, the awards post, and uh, you can join in on that as well. Uh, but yeah, so in while Steven Universe uh, is on hiatus, we will have a lot more shows to talk about, and you can keep following along with us. I would say there are a lot of shows of uh, similar quality to Steven Universe out there, and so we we advise you to check some of them out. But yeah, until until we have more Steven Universe episodes to talk about, we'll be back until then. But thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Okay, BRB. I just want to check something. Save the crying person, Sarah! (laughs) Should we put that in our intro? We're going to talk slow. You can speed us up with your local podcatcher. We should, to be honest. (laughs) Just, like, purposefully talk slow. Yeah, just like... Just like, you know, bringing it back to a little graduation, the Polly Worm Gem. She talks super slow. You want to be like that, Alex? Yeah, exactly. The poly- <laughs> Go for mean- it. <laughs> she, she has a name, Michelle. What's her name? It, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. We'll get to that in the podcast. It's been like two years since she's been relevant. I feel bad. Is she even relevant back then? Good point. I wish Sarah. she was let's... when we first. Okay, we're talking. We can't do this out. We yeah, can't do this now. We can't go do this out. Now, I am beginning.